You're listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. You can follow along in your book. You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. They're in those boxes. Get him, Barry. For God's sake, guys, keep it quiet. Shut up, boys. Clean it, but oh, that's gross. Gee, they come to bits easy. Get rid of it. The old magic's still there. Surprise with the first movie, but love it. Bad taste. That was, uh, that was probably one of the, I, of all the movies, maybe we watched that one the most when we were younger. And that one came right along the same time as UHF, too. So they went back to Did back, it? usually, yeah. Bad taste, if, uh, you, if no one's seen that, that's an early masterpiece by Peter Jackson, who, um, made a couple really good low-budget movies and then made a whole bunch of really bad high-budget <laughs> movies. He, well, he did Lord of the Rings, Yeah, right? that whole one. And, and The Hobbit. And oh, all oh, all He's pretty things. much just did that yeah. J.R. Tolkien, <laughs> which is, I mean, I don't know. People like those movies, but I, I'm not a big fan of it. And Bad Taste was probably his best flick ever. Bad that. Taste, and then there was um, Dead Alive was a big one. And then he did that creepy movie, which I cannot... Uh, watch at all the um, the one with like the Muppets like the the puppets like it was like uh, meet the uh, I'd have to I look it up but it's the freakiest movie on the face of the earth it's like all Muppets you know like puppets um, but they're like all fucked up and they're like drug addicts and it's real really? gross and, and, and at the end they all like kill each other and stuff or I uh, what was it called meet the Pinkertons or something like that. I'd Is have to it look good? It. Uh, I, I don't. I can't watch it. it freaks me. Oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it once and I it, I just got like such a weird feeling from it. I couldn't deal with it. Well, that's what anyone would get from Bad Taste. But we, you know, we were young when we saw it and it just lived on. Yeah, but I've watched good, I've it's watched good. Bad Taste recently. As a matter of fact, that's usually a litmus test with girlfriends of mine. Like I make <laughs> I make them watch Bad Taste. I'm gonna bring this loop on down based on their reactions. Yeah, status. yeah. Normally they don't like it, but uh, <laughs> obviously. But you know, it's it's that movie is disgusting, but it's also very cartoon disgusting. Yeah, you know, yeah, like the totally. blood's all like bright and uh, yeah. you know what I mean. Although I, I still have a, a problem with the um, drinking the puke scene. Yeah, it's terrible. Which is really, and even that the puke's like uh, fluorescent green. It doesn't like look like vomit. But and also there's something about uh like that cuz that obviously was filmed in New Zealand i think everything he's ever done was filmed in New Zealand but there's something about the the um the greenery i don't know not the greenery like the land yeah like the land of europe like the way the grasses and everything like that that's wait was it new zealand or europe 
Oh yeah, New Zealand, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but 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 even in Europe too, you know what I mean? Like I've been over in England and stuff like that, and the, and just the way the grasses and the way the forests are and forests are and stuff like that are like spooky. Like you think that there's going to be some weird like yeah, crazy wildlife, you know? Yeah. So just being out in the woods in New Zealand in that movie makes it scary. Well, know. that scene that you played, that was uh, you know one of the guys ripping someone's head completely off pulling his spine off with his boot and then punting the head out of a window just to give you an idea of the bad taste of bad taste. The old magic still there. I wanted, I mean, obviously, uh, for anyone who's seen that movie, the, the crown jewel, the scene in that movie is uh, when they grab the rocket launcher and shoot it and it goes to the house and then blows the sheep up out yeah. back. And that was on YouTube. I could find it, but there's like no dialogue. We would just, yeah, we would just, be, listen- we'd just be listening to, <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yes, blowing up the sheep, and then and then and a uh, little foreshadowing is them listening to a song about blowing up a sheep in, oh, yeah, in the yeah. van beforehand. Mm-hmm. Genius movie all around. I, I watch it at least once a year, if not more than. And he actually is that character in the movie that turns into one of the aliens. Derek, that, that is Peter Jackson. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Derek, Skull Knife shit. Yeah, it's it's him before he gained all the weight, so you can't really tell it's him. Right? I actually watched, um, and I don't know why because I haven't even watched all of the Lord of the Rings. I loved the Lord of the Rings when I was a kid. I read all the books. Um, uh, the girl, uh, girl that I was dating early in high school, her family was from England. She was born in England, and uh, you know, so obviously they're all giant fans over there. And her mom actually gave me like an original copy of it. It was like on Bible paper and shit. It was like with a leather bound, you know, and it was just the coolest thing in the world. And I read it all and I loved it, you know, and I'm not a huge fantasy fan. So I was so excited when those movies came out. I think I even went to the the movies to see the first one. And I, I just couldn't get through it. They were what, just, he doesn't do it justice. Or he, they're just so boring, man. Yeah, even, I, I haven't even watched a peep of those things. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't translate for me. And I'm not trying to be one of those people like the book was so much better yeah, than the movie because yeah. I think the movie is is like pace for pace the exact book, you know. And and it's a beautiful looking movie, like the effects and everything. But I couldn't get through it. But I remember watching. Um, uh, the like behind the scenes on the DVD or something, or maybe I was watching it on YouTube, and they showed his editing room, Peter Jackson's editing room, and on and uh on the front of the door there was a a, a, a picture that said "Do not enter," and it was him as Derek with the chainsaw. Nice, <laughs> yeah. He knows it too. He knows he'll never live that down. That's he knows it's his best movie. It, it was so low, low budge. It could have even been like a a student project for all I know, but right. it was fucking. <laughs> it, it was awesome. Yeah. So um. We're back in your your APT for this yep, episode. Yep. Episode four, by the way. Episode four, still no name. We're getting yep. there, though. You were texting me some ideas the other yeah, day. Yeah, getting close. Getting close. <laughs> we're, we're not getting close whatsoever. <laughs> you don't no think? I, ah, think maybe. I think we were making some headway. I, I, I devote like an hour a day to like <laughs> like thinking. really trying to think about it. Or I'll, I'll say to myself, okay, we need to come up with a name, and then I'll go exercise or I'll meditate or something like that, and hoping that something pops in, and it's like... It's getting frustrating, but we're going to record a, a good amount of these before we even put them up, so we have time. No yeah. pressure. No pressure. No pressure at all. I think I came up with an ending song, so that's that's done, so we don't have to go through the random songs anymore. We'll see. If I'm like excited it. to hear it, because everything's a secret for me until I hear it. I, I, just, like your rea- I just like your reaction. Yeah, yeah. I'm me. excited. I'm never going to tell you the opening movie, unless you come up with some ideas, which is more than welcome. No, nah, it's fun. I like it like, like this. You were talking, <laughs> you were talking about uh, The State today. Yeah. Which is... Uh, yeah, I mean that. As far as humor goes, that was a huge thing for us when we were uh-huh. kids, um, and it's definitely like right around the same time. Like, it definitely, well, the state started in '93, right? Same time we started playing music. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, that was kind of yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was during that time of like when nineties grunge MTV. MTV was still cool. Yeah. Like we would actually go home from school and watch MTV. There'd because be videos. We on wanted it. to catch like a Sonic Youth video or yeah. or something like that. You know, uh, one hundred and twenty minutes, all that stuff. Like yeah. the state. For people our age at that time, the state that just it, it's it's freaks me out sometimes because I'll uh you know I worked in the music industry for twelve years, and so most of the people I, I hung out with are, are pretty open minded people and into all types of uh, entertainment and stuff. Uh, people I worked with, and there'd be people that were like my age within a few years, and I'd bring up the state and they wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Really? And I'm like, what? They How were is watching that? Beavis and Butthead. How and just was that? Shut it off. <laughs> I mean, Beavis and Butthead was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was. But the state is is an ent- it, the state is probably the only like uh, like Ken Marino. If Ken Marino is in something, I watch it. There's no there's no <laughs> questions asked. It doesn't matter how bad or corny it is. You know, uh, he's been in a lot of stuff since the state. He's, he's, well, he's one of the more successful cast members. Well, it's because he's handsome as hell. Yeah, and he's uh, a big, good looking paisan. And he's also a really good actor, and he's a really good writer. And I mean, he was in um, uh, probably one of my top five favorite television shows of all time is Party Down. And uh, did you ever I never see? Saw that, no. Oh, dude, you have to watch that <laughs> immediately. Yeah, greatest show, one of the greatest shows. Yeah, I've never made. even heard of it. And uh, um, and he's, I think he's in some uh, kind of like, like I don't want to say cheesy, but I'm just gonna guess it's cheesy because it's on a network television show now, right? He's in that, like some show where it's like some chick. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know. But you know what? No matter how corny this show is, it, like lovey dovey NBC show or whatever, you know, like Friends stupidness. Oh, or, he's on like a real deal yeah. It's show? like a, yeah. He's Good like the, he's like the, <laughs> the main. Lead, he's the lead on the show. Really? It's like a guy and girl. Yeah, I don't know the See, name. Yeah, I always him. thought that uh, Lennon was the breakout star of the state, but I guess yeah. Well, if you count Reno nine one one, and then him and Ben. Uh, Grant, yeah, they've written. I actually read their book. They have a, a book out uh, uh, yeah. about how to write movies and make money in Hollywood. Oh, that's it's, cool. it's pretty cool. It's like half humor, half like actual thing, and uh, they have like a formula. And they write these movies, and they go in there, you know, like uh, the Pacifier or um, Wait, uh, they wrote that movie. Yeah, they wrote that what movie. with Vin Diesel. That yeah, movie? <laughs> yeah, they wrote the Pacifier. They wrote uh, Herbie the Love Bug. No way. Yeah, like they. What? Yeah, all this shit that you don't even think that's yeah, them because it doesn't really nothing. have that state imprint on you know yeah. in, in, a footprint on it. But they write them and they make like a lot of money. Okay. And then of course there's Reno 911, mm-hmm. um, Wet Hot American Summer, Wet Hot American Summer, which is uh, you know I, I think Showalter wrote that, wasn't Show? I think he's Show- in it. They're all in it. Oh, they're all in it. Yeah, yeah. I think Show. Did you watch the uh, the season on Netflix? The newest season? They Not did? the season. No. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I've I, seen like one or two. I, I think the the season actually might be better than the movie. Yeah, yeah. They kind of do all the same stuff. That from the movie, sort of. Yeah, it's it's a prequel, so they yeah. like lead you up. You have to watch the movie, and, oh, okay. and then there's like, like a that. lot of references, like you know what I mean. Like it, it, it whatever you know, it shows you how uh, H. John Benjamin becomes the can of corn, and you oh, know okay, all, yeah. all that stuff. You know, I like that kind of stuff. I like when they explain. And it's stuff. it's it's uh totally David Wayne. Oh yeah, that's right, David Wayne. Right? Why am I saying that? It's He's like the director, dude. Right? Yeah, yeah. He was the he was the one who was like balding in his twenties. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm a walking and I'm talking and my pants and Alice Cooper. Yeah, and. He, uh, so yeah, he, that's what he's known for. <laughs> oh, and also you can't forget about Stella and some of the funniest right, shit on the right. face of the planet. And then I, they tried that Upright Citizens Brigade. Wasn't that them? No, that was Upright Citizens Brigade. That was, that was Amy Poehler and the, the other two dudes oh, who started that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was those dudes. No, Stella was their three piece, which right, is Joe right. Walter Black. And, oh, and uh, then they David did Wayne. Michael and Michael explain Have issues. Or Have yeah. issues, yeah. Which, uh, short story, I was me and our mutual friend Mark. Um, we got tickets to the taping of that, right? We were actually just talking about this the other day, and uh, 
we got it was in the city we got tickets to the taping and we had never been to a television taping before so we didn't know how it worked like we thought we knew that we were going to be locked in a room but we thought that there was going to be like intermissions and stuff like that so before the show we went to the bar and had a couple <laughs> beers like had like three or four beers a piece and then went into the show and i remember going in the, into the show and them saying uh you know if you have to go, if you have to go to the bathroom do it now and uh i didn't really have to piss yet like you know uh, i was feeling all right nice and buzzed and i was like ah well how long are we gonna be in there for i'm sure they're gonna let us out like in between like whatever no man they we were in there for probably six hours <laughs> and we couldn't leave and and uh and that hurts it hurt it, yeah. it, it literally hurt like i couldn't enjoy myself uh i was sitting there on a sound stage right in front of michael showalter and michael black they were doing skits it was hilarious but at a certain point, I couldn't even laugh because I was afraid I was going to piss myself to the point. Yeah, it, it hurt really bad. And Mark was going through the same thing. And <laughs> it was just it turned out to be a horrible experience. So if you ever go to see a television taping, um, I don't know if you're as big of an alcoholic as we are, but just don't drink anything before you go. In. Or take a nice long piss. Smoke a little weed or something. <laughs> but even that wouldn't have mattered because, you know, when you break the seal kind of yeah, thing, yeah, you know, like it, it probably would have even been even worse. worse. Yeah. yeah. So have you ever have you ever had to take a piss so bad? Are you have you ever held a piss for so long that when you finally go to take the piss, it's like it it kind of it's difficult. It's to difficult piss. to come yeah. out. Yeah, right. Like yeah. you think that you would just open up the gateway and <laughs> and the floods would come out, and then you you're all proud of it because it sounds real big and heavy and shit. And you're like, yeah, this is a piss. <laughs> but no, it like sometimes like like you forget how to piss. Yeah, yeah, and you have to like push. <laughs> I hate that, and that that's literally what happened. Literally, that's the sometimes I'll just throw a hand on the wall. I always throw a hand on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Ever since I saw that naked gun where uh, he's wearing the he's wearing the he's doing a speech oh, and yeah, then he yeah, goes yeah. in he takes a piss and I I had never as a kid I had never seen the hand on the wall before and I I was like that looks like the most comfortable thing in the world <laughs> and to this day I'll always put a hand on the wall, unless it's like at City Field and it's all gross. But I the weirdest shit I've ever seen was my grandfather used to take a piss with his both hands on his hips, <laughs> like he was just sitting there like listening to someone talk and just let it flow. I'm like, how are you pissing like that? <laughs> well, there's there's always the dude uh, in the urinals who like. He doesn't. He doesn't like take his dick out of his fly. He like <laughs> he like puts his pants down like yeah. to his knees. Oh, I and, still do that shit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't do that, that shit. That shit's comfy. So, uh, so yeah. Here we're here in your room. Um, we are uh, on the brink of Hurricane Joaquin. Yeah. Oh, I saw when you posted. I didn't know that Joaquin. Oh well, that was, was that was my joke. Yeah, my joke. Was, Are they the same person? My joke was I liked Hurricane Joaquin better when it was Hurricane Leaf. Yeah, I got it, but I did not know they were the same person. Yeah, that's Leaf. Who thought, Leaf Phoenix was. I thought they that was remember, another sibling. Rem- sibling no, nah, remember when we were kids and you would read about River Phoenix and they would talk about his his actor brother Leaf Phoenix. Leaf, yeah, that's Joaquin. Oh, okay. He, just, he gave he I, dropped the leaf. Well, I think what happened was their parents, and I don't know this for sure, but I think their parent their parents were hippies, obviously. Um, and I think they named their kids real names, but then they let them name themselves. Oh, that's cool. So, or, or something like that. Either way, he, he was Lee Phoenix when he was a kid. Even when he started acting like his early roles, he was Lee Phoenix. But then when he got older, yeah, because he was Lee Phoenix when he did that uh, space movie when he was a kid. He was Leaf. What movie was that? The Explorers? Space? No, he wasn't Explorers. Uh, River movie, Phoenix though. was in Explorers. Uh, yeah. Um, space Camp. Oh man, he, he was Leaf. Wow, that was him, Little Leaf. I I totally forgot about Space Camp. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that movie's good. It, no, no, my brother had it. That's why I know this. My younger brother had it on 
tape probably probably had i would hope so uh, yeah and uh otherwise it was either on reel to reel or <laughs> or a beta yeah well knowing your house though if it was, it was it, on beta it, it, it could have been like 2010 and it still would have been on vhs tape but uh yeah the explorers is definitely better than space camp because i always love the tilt the world fuck so yeah you make a spaceship out of a tilt the world <laughs> yeah, two best things in life and then you go into space and there's a stand-up comedian alien is like <laughs> I, who was he supposed to be like Rodney Dangerfield or something yeah yeah he was like in yeah. the vein of that was a weird ending to a movie yeah, like, right. this whole thing they finally get into space and he's like I get no respect <laughs> uh, yeah so that's on the way and um, in this area of the world in central New Jersey a hurricane is the last thing in the world that we want to come here after yeah. the aftermath of uh, Hurricane Sandy so hopefully it won't be that bad but everyone's starting to freak out yeah Get your generators. Get your uh, your your bread, <laughs> your, and your milk and bread. All of a sudden, everybody wants to make French toast when a fucking uh, <laughs> when a hurricane comes around. I don't get it. I don't. I don't eat a lot of bread, and I definitely don't drink a lot of milk. How are those at the essentials? I don't get it either. Or batteries. Like, what's the batteries thing? All I, about? Batteries. I kind of get. Like, if your power goes out and you have flashlights, yeah, and or like your ra- you want to like power a radio or yeah, so, you know stuff yeah. like that. Like, I get that. Um, but yeah, the milk and the you know, yeah. as a matter of fact, if the if the power goes out, the milk's gonna be the first thing to go bad. Right, right. And I hope people aren't drinking milk. I take no preparation. Oh, you're a milk drinker though. Yeah, I like I like chocolate milk. Yeah, big chocolate. Well, milk. chocolate milk's different. Chocolate milk, dunking. I like dunking stuff in milk, cookies, donuts. Yeah, uh, yeah, but do you do you still drink a glass of milk? Because that well, to me, that's one of the grossest things on the face of the planet. You know what? If I have like a super fudgy chocolatey piece of cake. I definitely need some milk afterwards. You know, like I'll chug a glass of milk after I eat a fudgy piece of cake if I wasn't enjoying a glass of milk while eating the fudgy <laughs> piece of cake. See, I could dip, it's been a long time since I have, but I could dip a cookie into some milk. Yeah. But, uh, sounds good. But I'm not drinking the, the aftermath of yeah, it. Yeah, because I remember that I, you guys went through that whole period of like, I don't know, what was it, like double dog dares or something when Chad drank all the water and almost died of hypothermia. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't hypothermia, but yes, yeah. <laughs> but like you guys like daring and stuff. And someone was like, Oh, yeah, a quarter milk. I was like, I drank a quarter milk last night. Well, the dare, okay, so I guess we have to explain this now. So, um, the, the dare normally is that you can't drink a gallon of milk within a half hour or an hour. I don't know, but I'll do it. I'll definitely do it. I have done it. So we we're, we're in my um, we're in our, our, our early 20s, mid 20s, and we're at my in my apartment at the time. And um, uh, we're you know drinking beers and stuff, and so we we somebody brings up that challenge that you can't drink a gallon of milk in a half. Let's say a half hour. It might be an hour, but I don't, I don't know. It's got to be more than a half hour. Okay, okay, an hour then. Yeah, but um, an hour. So I didn't have any milk because, as I just described before, I'm not a milk drinker. I don't mm-hmm. really keep milk around. Maybe like a like a little bit for you know breakfast, like to make like swish around with eggs or something. But and um, so everybody. Uh, got the idea so chat our friend chad who's also in our band for a long time he was like a, a really good soccer player as a goalie for a long time and he was like what they were like what could we do it with and, and then everyone was like well we could do it with water and he was like man i could drink a gallon of water in in less than a half hour an hour <laughs> he's like when i play soccer i drink like two gallons of water don't you know because yeah, he's sweating a gallon every hour <laughs> right exactly but so uh un- well so they started the challenge uh, it, and it wasn't very interesting you know like basically what happened was uh basically what happened is we were just drinking beers and hanging out and uh he was just drinking this gallon of water you know uh, 
you know, pretty swiftly, but we weren't making a big deal of it. As a matter of fact, I went to bed before it was over. Like, really? Yeah, it was like boring, you know, and I was tired. Was that at your apartment? Yeah, it was at my apartment. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, they all, they they all, they all hung out and, uh, and drank and and still and he finished the challenge. I think he drank like an obscene amount of water, like under an hour. Yeah, like he cr- finished it quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you were there. Yeah. I was uh, there. Oh, okay. So uh, I thought you weren't there. I was there. Yeah. So I went. Remember, I went to bed and then you guys hung out and you drank. Yeah, I remember him finishing the water and I remember him turning blue and his lips turned purple. Yeah. So you could better tell a story. Yeah. Though. I mean, it's nothing fascinating. I mean, he he drank the water and uh, he turned blue. His lips turned purple. And he did not feel good at all. And then he started wrapping himself, himself in blankets because he started getting real cold. So then we're like, you know, this doesn't seem good. We should look it up online. So after we checked it out, you know, we found out you could die from it. You know, you get like some type of inner body hypothermia or something like that. And yeah, it he actually, was totally blue. Yeah, so he, he came close to death for this stupid yeah. challenge. And we were just stupid kids and we didn't know that you could do it with milk without water. But who knows that water could kill you? Who who would ever think that too right. much water could kill you? But then... <laughs> he j- thought he was going to do like a quick Hollywood flush. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and he went to the, he went to the doctor the next day. And, Did he? And, yeah, and the, and the doctor, as, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure, and, and the doctor was like, yeah, you could have died from this. Like, Damn. You shouldn't have gone to sleep that night. You know, like, that, which crazy. is pretty fucking nuts. Imagine waking up and fucking... Ugh. Death from water. Uh... Um. Yeah. So. Uh. But what was I gonna say about that? Oh man, I totally just lost my. We were uh, just talking about milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we got into that. Um. But yeah. So w- we almost lost him through that. Yeah. Uh. We did lose a uh, a friend this week though. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. This yeah. is the crazy thing about being back in your hometown. And it wasn't like I was so far away from the hometown, but at least I was kind of out of like the the yeah, politics now you're, now of the you're hometown. Back in it. You're in the epicenter. <laughs> Yeah, man, and uh, I hate to say it, but uh, one of our our friends from childhood uh, killed himself this week. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, he was Rest a cool easy, guy, brother. Rest easy. Yeah, I guess we uh, I guess we could say his first name. His name is Dan. Yeah, I wouldn't want to say his last name. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. I mean, I only knew through Facebook. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but it seemed like he was doing well. He, yeah, seemed- I seen him sort of recently. You know, he definitely you know got himself on the right track. He just proposed to his girlfriend. Yeah. Right. So, you know, on the outside, it looks like everything's all good, you know, but who knows what kind of shit What's people harbor, you know? Inside, yeah. It's a shame. Um, and, and so, uh, so okay, so uh, first off, the person who texted me and told me that was is an ex-girlfriend of my, like, high school ex-girlfriend who I very rarely talk to. And she texted me and told me that it went down. And, uh, and she said, just let the old crew know or whatever. And it hit me kind of hard. Actually, I had seen on Facebook... Uh, um, that people were kind of mentioning that somebody that they grew up with like uh, committed suicide, yeah, yeah. But, but no one was saying any names, which is actually really great. Yeah. You know, I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, and I was wondering, and it was all people that I knew that said it was somebody that grew up, so, uh, so I was like, obviously this is somebody that I know whether it was close or not. But I didn't know about it. You said, what What day did it happen on? A couple of days ago. I want to say it was like three days ago. Yeah, and I just found out today. Normally that kind of shit like flies yeah. through, you know? Yeah. So so the thing that I found, inter- uh, you know, not interesting. I mean, I wish the guy was still here and, and I wish he, he, he didn't, it didn't end that way. Um, and I, I don't want to talk about how he did it, but it... it the way that he did it isn't the most peaceful. No, definitely not. Thing it, it actually when people do, well, I mean, should I say? Okay, so he hung himself, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and I'm not, I you know, and I'm not saying that to 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 make it interesting on how or like oh blah blah blah, but like when for me when people do that kind of thing, 
like what to chew it's i don't know it's interesting at least that how to choose that like for me i if i wanted to kill myself there's only one way i would kill myself i would just take a bunch of drugs yeah, and go to sleep absolutely i was just thinking that because if you're gonna do that why not enjoy yourself on the way out <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know you know I, I think the panic of impending death might might sober you up a little bit but it once you get a certain amount of drugs in your body you're gonna go to sleep you yeah know what i mean yeah um you know i so i feel like when people do that kind of act where it's that kind of violent act that leaves that kind of behind like whether it's hanging yourself or it's uh or let's say shooting yourself or or something like that you know what i mean like i feel like there there's also a statement that needs to be made absolutely there. i knew you were going to say that yeah. so like it's almost you want to leave an impact on someone personally Right, that like you were like, not, you know, in the best of terms with. Right, like this is your fault. Exactly. Like I hope you, I hope you find this, which is horrible. I mean, that's horrible for everybody involved. You know, of course, the person loses life, but then not only do, do you you lose your life, but you you know, uh, you fucking you 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 affect. Depending on how many people are in your close in your life, I mean, their their lives are ultimately changed forever. Yeah, forever, really. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've thought about it. I've thought about it recently. Uh, it, it, it's I, I could get very negative sometimes, and I try not to. Um, and my life is, is in a horrible place right now as far as professionally and, and romantically and basically my whole life fell apart and, uh, and I've thought about it recently, but, but it, it, all I'd ever do is entertain the thought because, and then I also get mad at myself, um, because number one, I see how like uh, easy of a way out that is, and I'm like, man, yeah, did I yeah. ever thought about that? But then I think about my mother, my father, my brother, my mm-hmm. niece, yeah. you know, you, you know, like people that 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 I actually love in my life. Like that, that that I'm not gonna act like like me not being here anymore is gonna totally destroy people's lives, but it'll screw some people yeah, up for a yeah. long time. Yeah, you know? a long time. But the thing that I found, and another thing that I found interesting is this. So I text, uh, I texted you when we were trying to, to make plans to, to do the show tonight, just mm-hmm. to make sure that we're, we're timed up. And I said, hey, did you know that, that Dan killed himself? And your response uh, was, it, it, it wasn't like cruel or anything like that. But I could tell by your response that you were angry at him. Is that angry fair? Angry at him? Um you know what? It's funny you said that. I mean, I'm not angry at him whatsoever, but I mean, not to get too personal on the air, but he did do something spiteful and almost could have affected my life very negatively right before we stopped hanging out a year or two ago. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to get too deep of it, deep in it on the air, of course. Okay. You know so I mean? he wronged you in some way and yeah. you got, and you guys never, yeah. and you guys never resolved that. Um, I mean, I stopped caring. You know what I mean? I didn't see him after that. But if I did, I would have been fine with him. I don't hold grudges like that. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's something that you got to have some balls to do to somebody. Okay. Well, you know, I don't want to, you know, talk about, but, but so the way, the way that you, just the way that you, you made that text message, um, when you, when you described what happened, because I didn't even know what happened. But you kind of you kind of made it seem like yeah like he went like yeah like he fucking went out like a bitch you know what I mean like and 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 I'm not saying that that's a bad thing you know what I mean but like uh because that's the reaction that somebody who I, I this is what I'm getting at is I think that 
uh, and I don't, I don't, I shouldn't say that you, like, I know you don't feel that way. You know Absolutely what I mean? Not, yeah, no. I know you don't. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say like you feel that way, but that's the way the text came across, which I found was interesting because I, it, I think suicide makes you feel a certain way. Like, let, let's just not even talk about our, fr- our friend who, who, who killed himself this week and, and we miss already and it's a horrible thing, but let's, uh, let's talk about Kurt Cobain. Okay. All right. So here, so when Kurt Cobain killed himself, there was, there was, uh, there was a reaction to it and some people felt sympathetic towards his 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 plight you know like oh this guy was disturbed and 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 he he was too beautiful for this world and and you know this was the only way some people killed themselves some people were yeah. like i feel you and i and obviously this was on a much grander level some people killed themselves but a lot of people were like that dude's a bitch you know what i mean and 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 because not because they don't maybe they didn't like his music or, or whatever, or it, it like taking it back to like a friend or, uh, you know, even if somebody that you loved, but I think there's a tendency for people to get angry at the person that kills themselves, which I think is an interesting response to it because you're just like, why man, why would you do that? You know, like yeah, yeah. it's like the same kind of thing. Like if your friend, if your friend did do something that was like, uh, like weak or it, you know that wasn't killing themselves and you, like you would be like yo man you're fucking why are you acting like a little bitch yeah, right yeah, yeah you know what i mean and uh i don't know I, it's just it's interesting i think when you when you think about killing yourself you think that you're gonna leave this legacy of people who are like crying and there's gonna be a lot of people crying but people are like, oh, man, like, I wish I could have done something. You know, it's my fault and everything. But I think a lot of times you do get the people who are just like, man, fuck that dude. How could he do that? You know, like, I don't know. That's the way I was thinking about it. I mean, with Kurt Cobain, uh, being the age we were when he did kill himself, you know, and a lot of kids that did go out and kill themselves over it were that age. And they really didn't know what was going on with that dude. You know what I mean? So as an example, maybe Kurt Cobain's not the best because... Number one, Kurt Cobain was, he was a messed up dude from the start. And number two, you know, his crippling battle with drugs didn't make his messed up life any easier. On top of the whole fame thing, which puts your messed up life in the spotlight. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, and those are all, but ultimately suicide is a selfish act. We could at least agree on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, And I don't, I think if you take, I don't think there's... Like when you're mentally like, okay, so let's take Robin Williams, right? So, so like, that's a recent one. You know, I'm just trying to think of things that everybody could relate to, but I mean, there, uh, so fame wasn't a problem there because Mm -hmm. he's been famous for 40 years. Drugs is a common denominator in that factor. Well, but uh, I mean, I know he was in and out of rehab, but from what I read, I don't think he was. He was back on him or anything like that. You know, they did say recently. Never know. Yeah, right. You know, you never know. But but what I'm saying is that like I don't think there's any actual. I just think that if that's in you, sooner or later it's gonna it's gonna happen. You know, like uh, I, 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 whatever your circle, just like in life. I mean, like yeah, money and fame and all that stuff. They're they're kind of like circumstantial things. They're not, you know, yeah. you know, like so. It, like I think you know, Kurt Cobain probably would have killed himself. If he was just still just playing in clubs and nobody knew who he was, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like that—that's the thing. People can can say like, oh, you know, he was he was a disturbed artist and and the, and he couldn't handle the money and the fame and stuff like that. And then to a certain point, that might be true, but that's kind of like excuses at the same time. Well, with, with you know Kirk Cobain's case, you know, the fame 
the 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 fame part of it kind of puts his own issues in his own spotlight if that makes any sense like it's almost like you're a messed up individual you are mad at yourself because you can't stop doing these drugs and you can't stop whatever craziness is going on in your head then not saying because of his popularity or the fact that he was a rock star but the fact that he was in a certain spotlight you know magnifies his himself to himself and he starts noticing himself even more and he's like i have to escape this person that i am you know yeah i mean i get it, we don't know but right, yeah right. but i mean that and it's I, a theory yeah and i could see that that happening but but i guarantee you whatever whatever went through kurt cobain's head also is what went through robin williams head and is also what went through dan's head you know it's yeah. like i think that it's a, I, I i don't know if i'm gonna call it a mental illness or whatever it is but I don't know how much your outside circumstances affect that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, uh, you know, you know, like because like there are some people that live on the streets mm-hmm. and and have the worst life ever, right? And they're not, you know, killing themselves. Some mm-hmm. some might, some don't. You know, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. But it's usually, you know, like I said, the common denominator being drugs. It's you know, it's surprising how many people that <clears throat> become addicts who have never once thought of suicide once in their life, start thinking about suicide after right. you become an addict. Well, sure. And I mean... It, it, and they have never once thought about it before. Or even like, you know, the littlest bit crossed their mind. Right. Until. Well, I mean, it does change your brain chemistry. Right. You know, so right. so there is that. But I, but again, I don't know if I could, because again, there is a bun- there's a lot of people who are addicts who don't kill themselves. Right. You know, I I still feel like there's... There's something that that's just in there, and and you know, like uh, I don't want to start talking about people that we know that that killed yeah, no, themselves. Yeah, no reason to, because like you said, it's a very. But I could go back and think. I could go back and think of every person that I know that killed themselves, and it's not a lot, but there's a few, and um, and and then look at the reasons that we know of. So like the 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 outside reasons, the upfront reasons, mm-hmm. you know, like for instance, there's a reason with our friend this week. That apparently was like the catalyst, um, and, and and you know everybody kind of has that. And then I think of all those reasons, and every single one of them is like, yeah, so what? You know what I mean? Like, right. like whatever. You know, like yeah, you're you've you know yeah, deal with it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like so, I I just and again like Robin Williams, you know he was famous. He was he was he was funny. He was everybody loved him. You know, he was a father and a grandfather. You know, and and he, you know, he didn't do it in his thirties or even his forties. Right. You know, he did it in his sixties. Right. You know, like right. you can't ride it out once you're in your sixties. Well, that could be part of that brain chemistry changing thing. Yeah, you right. Know, who knows? You right. know, it could have been part addiction, part beginning pieces of dementia. You know, right? You know, I'm sure doing all those drugs your whole life speeds up your, you know, aging process. In your brain, at least, right? You know. So, are you saying that? I mean, uh, allegedly, because but you're saying that Robin Williams was a drug addict. Yeah, big time. Allegedly, Let's not allegedly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, allegedly did plenty. Really, of the cocaine. I didn't know. I knew. I didn't. I knew that he was in and out of rehab, but I, I didn't. I never equated that with him. You yeah. Know? But I mean, why aren't? Well, I guess they are. I was going to say, why aren't Wall Street guys just offing themselves? I mean, they're the biggest co- <laughs> cocaine addicts worse. in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, now I'm thinking about it. They're jumping out of windows yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy thing, man. You know, and especially. Know, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, but I know that. Um, I mean, again, with the personal life thing, but I, I've I've been 
to a rehabilitation facility in my life. Sure. And uh, I know, you know, there's questionnaires that you got to fill out when you enter those places. And always one of the top five questions is, have you thought about suicide? Always. And any questionnaire because they give you. Because it's so common? It's so common. Okay, so can I ask you this, if you're yeah. going to be honest about it? So, yeah. so I mean, we're getting to this part of the podcast, and, and I, I don't think we're going to talk about it today, but... You uh you have struggles with with drugs, mm-hmm. um you, like you said you've been in and out of rehab a couple yeah. times. You're uh and and I'm gonna allow you to talk about that as free as you want to be, even though that's gonna be part of this this uh this podcast. But so my question to you, and and I I admitted it. So you were saying before that uh you know people that never think about suicide before uh, that think about it afterwards. Would you put yourself in that category? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've thought about it. I mean, I would never do it. I know I would never do it. I've thought about it on times where things are really shitty. You know what I mean? And I know I would never do it because I'm a very happy person. No matter how sure. shitty things get, I always find a way to be happy in life. And I, I actually, you know, even though like all the pieces aren't into place and, you know, all the right things aren't going for me, I love my life. You know what I mean? So I would never end it ever. You know what I mean? So when you thought about it, was it more of a react? So, it, like, how much of that would you blame on the actual drug abuse? Because hundred percent. Well, okay. So, <laughs> blaming it on the drug abuse because of the. So, well, I guess what I'm getting at is, if you were living in a mansion and having three ways with models all the time, and but you were still doing drugs, would that still have come up, or was it a reaction to how bad you had sunk in life because of your drug abuse that made you think that way? B. Right. So, I mean, it, it's more, so at that point, it's more of a reaction to where you are in life because, I mean, it's more of a reaction to how disappointed you are with yourself. With it, with yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, no. you know, <clears throat> I always, throughout my life, found a way to succeed, I guess, or, you know, be happy with whatever level of success I've gotten to. Not to say I, I was ever at a point in my life successful by, you know, American standards, but I've always been right, happy all... with where I was at. You know what I mean? And I never thought there could be anything to take me away, you know, that that would make me fail in a way. And really, that has been the only thing to make me fail and lose things has been the drugs. Okay. I, I, I can't think of anything else that beyond my control... You know, well, because I'm not a I'm not a drug addict. Um, I I as I just I mean I guess uh, just to be totally honest, I mean I haven't done what would be considered a hard drug in. I mean, when did I stop doing that? And when I was 20 years old, 19 years I old, guess. you know, like I had a I had a heart thing and it just pushed me out of that. And I was never very good with it anyway, you know. And I'll still drink sometimes to excess, um, and and I'll still smoke weed. Uh, uh, every once in a while. As a matter of fact, my brother just hooked me up with one of those vape pens. The it's pen. the best thing in the world. But anyway, but um, but I but I am n- in no means uh, on any other sort of drugs, uh, and and even the things that I do, the drinking and the, and the smoking weed, doesn't it doesn't impede my life whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. a very very side thing. I'm pretty regimented with it. I I don't you know if I got shit to get done, I'm not getting high or drink, getting drunk, you know. But like I just said before in the beginning of this. I've recently thought about suicide because of how far down in life I am right now. That's and, what I was going to ask you, like on the non-drug side of things, and and and, and it had nothing to do with drugs. So that's right. that's what I'm saying. That's what my question is. Is I so I guess what we're getting at is we've both had the same feeling, um, and I think it's both uh, from the same. It's both a cause of the same uh, reaction. 
drugs just got you there yeah. you know so that's what my question was is if you were doing fine if say you were you were raking in the money and, and you were and, and life was good on paper you were living that american dream or whatever but you were doing the drugs would that still be there you know and i don't know that it would you know that's what i'm saying i don't think that it would either right so i so how much of that is the drugs then but the drugs are what got you to that down point. But I right. think what made you think of think of suicide was that down point. Because right. I got to that down point without drugs and I still had the same reaction. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's but just... But in my head, I knew that the reason why I was at that down point was because of the drugs. Right. You know what I mean? But it was still the down point that got that got you into yeah, thinking yeah, that way. Yeah. You know, so like like that's all I'm saying. So, you, you, you know, I, it, I don't think it correlates that every drug abuser... Um, every the heroin user or, or or cokehead or whatever at some point thinks of suicide. They might not, you know. It might not be just the drugs, but ultimately, if you do drugs, your life's gonna unravel. Yeah, one way or the there's other. A, certain, so, a certain type of drugs that you know you have you're taken over. Yeah, you know, and you're yeah. and I mean and and your uh your situation was uh it was pretty bad, you know, um for a while. Uh, I lost you for a long time. That's that's this is what part of this podcast is yeah. about. Is I was trying to get back together. Um, my situation right now is not uh is not good by any means, but it's nowhere near as bad as your situation was. Right. Um. You know, and I still had that thought, but you know, I think it still came from. I think it came more. If I could think about it, uh, openly and talk about it openly. I think it came more from disappointment in myself. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's it, what I'm saying. That's that's where it, yeah, that's that feeling, right? And that's probably the worst feeling anyone could get because you know when you're in rehab and stuff, they 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 push the whole you know self actualization factor and sure. you know you know know yourself and all that stuff. And if you lose touch of that, it's a terrible feeling. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you forget who you are. You lose your identity. Blah blah blah. That's you know that's what they claim is one of the big reasons people turn to drugs in the first place and you know the brain is a complex thing you know the weird thing for I'm me craving a noop right now as we speak it's <laughs> one of the beauties of being in this room <laughs> i guess uh, uh richie by the way um smokes newport still like it's 1993 because it gets you 1.11 percent higher <laughs> i don't even uh oh, don't sue me newport it's a joke every kid went through it <laughs> no, if anything, you're you're giving a nice little uh, plug for Newports here. One hundreds, huh? Uh, these aren't my cigarettes. This is, uh, I got a little bummed them off somebody. I like the short ones. Okay, so um, wh- where was I going from there? Well, wow, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, we were just saying how uh, yeah, the, with the addiction thing, um, you know, the the, the whole self actualization factor. Oh, right. You so- lose yourself. That's so, kind of so what brings I, you so, down. So I actually, I and I'm not to give credit to myself because I am nowhere near any sort of resurgence in life yet, getting there. But I, I turn, I turned the script like completely around. I think because my life completely fell apart. Uh, I, you know, for the people at home, I, you know, I was engaged. I lost my fiance. I was, I lost my job. I lost my apartment. I just lost pretty much. I lost everything. Not due to drugs. Some of it was my doing. Some of it wasn't, you know, so I'm not going to sit here and like act like I'm a victim, you know, like, oh, I lost everything. I mean, ultimately I, I lost a relationship that I shouldn't have been in. And I lost a job that I hated, but still, you know, at 34 years old, I lost everything had to had to 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 regroup. well if you didn't want it in the first place you didn't kind of lose it because who knows you could have been pushing to that 
you know, well, I, outcome but, in the first place. But I, lo- but I lost income and the relationship, you know, I lost uh, like any s- sort of income and I haven't worked since. And, uh, and, um, the relationship was something that I did want for a very long time and then it fell apart, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I, ultimately now I realized that the relationship wouldn't have worked, but at the time when it was falling apart, I still wanted that relationship. Uh, okay. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of thing. But I, I, the one thing that I'll give myself credit for in this time is that I didn't start doing drugs. You know, like I, like I actually did the opposite. I started uh, working out and getting in shape, meditating. That's good. That I, was your drug. I've even stopped drinking as much. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, even though I told you that I was going to completely stop drinking, that didn't work yeah. out. I had well, a, <laughs> That's good. That's that's the strong positive way to deal with, a, you know, a negative thing. That's yeah, which is the first time. Which do. is the first time I've ever done that in my life. Yeah. But however, I still had the I still had suicidal thoughts. You know. Yeah. I, and I wasn't sitting there every day. It's just one of those things. I think I, I, it's just one of those things where you just have a bad day, man. And if you could get through that bad day, and I think everybody ha- has them. The, the 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 richest man on the face of the earth, and the poorest man on the face of the earth, the most loved man on the face of the earth, and the loneliest man on the face of the earth, and everything in between. Every once in a while, you're gonna have a fucking bad day. Mm-hmm. And some people don't get the fuck out of that bad day. Right. You know, we were just talking about this the other day, not on the air, obviously, but when we were talking, we were like, we were saying about, you know, a day in your life is a day in your life. You know what I mean? Whether you are the richest person in the world, whether you are, you know, a Dan Bilzerian having, you know, three ways with models, you know, flying to Vegas and playing poker one night and then, you know, doing party in the next and having just the craziest best life in the world. Yeah, know, I don't by, get that. By dude standards, you know what I mean? I don't get that why people like that dude so much. That's I just why. found out about him that's the other day. Why. Me and I too, looked, me too. I looked at his Instagram <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is cool, but. Yeah. Well, you know, that's like the man, you know, it's a man's kind of life, you know. Yeah, like, like fucking guns and girls and, yeah, exactly. and fast cars and beards. Yep, and, yep, and beards. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, cool, dude. You know, a day in your life is a day in your life. You know what I mean? So, like, that's, you know, and thanks a lot, Rehab, because you didn't teach me this. I learned it on my own. <laughs> um, all Rehab does is make you want to go out and do drugs. So don't go to rehab. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you hear that, kids at home? <laughs> don't go to rehab. Sticking on out. Um, <clears throat> so that's what I was saying. A day in your life is a day in your life. You know, so if you can make that day a happy day and... You know, you're pleased with what you did that day, and you're happy that day. <clears throat> Excuse me. It doesn't matter how many things you have or, you know, how well you're doing. Because no matter what, that's still your day. You're still stuck in that and whatever life you have. So make it good. You know, don't, you know, whether you're you're unemployed and you don't have a girlfriend and you don't have money. Thanks, dude. That hurts. <laughs> Just, you know, there's still ways to enjoy that day because you're going to have another one and you're going to have another one. So, like, either, you know, build yourself out of it and enjoy it as it happens, you know? Like, right. you're still going to be in that. So don't sit and sulk in it, you know? Sure. But time. it takes, sometimes it takes a lot, you of know? Course, yeah, and, of course, yeah. And, and, and especially if you're dealing with mental issues, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit, you know? And that's the thing, like, it, like, uh, like I just went through a... a, a over the weekend after last weekend i just i did some stupid shit whatever i'm not gonna talk about on the air but for from like the monday tuesday wednesday i was in like a really deep funk about it like uh, i was regretting things that i did i got too drunk and 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 stuff like that and i really was like really down on myself and even though i exercised and i meditated and i did everything i can to get myself up the underlying factor was like i was i was really upset with myself and really down and then on thursday of that week I woke up and it was just gone. I didn't care about any of it anymore. That's what I'm saying. I felt happy. Exactly what I'm saying. But, but so like, 
you need to I guess what we're saying uh, for anybody who's listening at home since the topic of this episode is suicide and we pretty much burned this whole episode talking about it is if you do have those thoughts just ride it out man like and I know it might be hard but you know like uh it's it, they say things are going to get better because it's fucking true things are going to get better things fall into place yeah, it always right. happens yeah right and and no matter how dark it gets uh, and how scary it is, and all that shit. I mean, it, you just—if you could just get through whatever that is, there's always going to be light on the other side, no matter yeah. how big it is. And sometimes you have to go through those those moments in life in order to make you appreciate things oh, more. No doubt about it. You know, no, no. and like, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm sitting here saying how happy I am in my life as that's as a result of the dark moments. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm saying, like I don't have the greatest life by American standards, but it's because of those dark times that I could appreciate what I'm living right now. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I know I'm still up in the air. I have a lot of creative pursuits that make me happy. This being one of them. Um, but I know I, I almost, I don't know where I'm going in life right now. But I almost look forward to the next step because whatever it is is going to be better than than what I've been going through for the past few months, you know. And and when I think about that, it gets me out of those feelings of because it just can't. It it, it could. I mean, it can't could, rain all the time. It, yeah, <laughs> it could suck for a while. It could suck for I don't know. You know, I could lo- I could burn through all my savings. I could be stuck without a without a place to live. Uh, you know, of my own for much, much longer. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen, but sooner or later, one day, you know, as long as I, as long as I'm working on it and everything like that, things are just going to pop. It's just going to happen. And, and I I think people lose sight of that in the moment. And I think, and I, you know, I don't know, uh, there's, there's a lot of people out there that could talk about it better than I can, but I think every single person, including Kirk Cobain, including Robin Williams, including our friend Dan, including our friends that we've lost in the past. I think if they could just get through that moment, that crazy moment, you know, then they would wake up the next morning and, and things would at least be a little bit better, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it just sucks to lose people that way uh, because it's, it is, it's useless. And to bring it back to what I said, you do, you, you know, you're not disrespecting the dead, but you do get mad at them in a way. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you just want to like, if they were still alive, you just want to strangle them and be like, why would you do this, man? Yeah, absolutely. You, you're stronger than that, you know? Absolutely. You know, if you do get stuck in that same, you know, dark place day after day after day, you know, that is a never ending struggle. But that's when you do have to just take it day by day by day. You know, you have to just get through today and, you know, fight your way through that day. And then if you wake up with those same feelings, just fight yourself through one more day. You can't look at your whole life like, this is my life. You know, my life is this moment. Yeah. My whole life sucks. It's going to always suck, you know, because it's not always going to suck. And I do that. I, 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 those, those things that you just said, I do. And I still do it. I know that I shouldn't. But sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll get into like a blind panic and I'll just be like, I'll feel paralyzed from it where I'll just be like, Oh my God, like I'm never going to get out of this. I'm never like everything fell apart on me. What, what am I doing? Like, where am I going? I'm, I'm this age and I haven't done this. And right. blah, blah, you and that's know? another thing I was going to say. It's really strange when young, young people take their own life because you know, you live not even a quarter of your life and you think that's it. 
You know what I mean? Like, I'll never get out of this. It's like, you have five more lifetimes to live. What yeah. makes you think? Well, you're talking about never... young, like in your 20s? 20s, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, man. I, I would be, I would have been, I, I wouldn't, uh, I've been too stupid to take my life in my 20s. Yeah, that's You ridiculous. know, like, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about anything in my 20s about how, except how I was going to get laid, how I was going to get drunk, how, exactly. what shows we were going to play with the band, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like, I didn't care about anything. Now, in, in our mid 30s, things are a little bit there's a little bit more pressure because there there is that pressure of age where you're like fuck like i'm gonna be 40 in five years i do not want to be nowhere in life when i'm 40 years old you know what i mean like but still that that's not a reason to tap out right because when you are 20 you're like man i don't want to be nowhere in life when i'm 25 you know so yeah see i didn't think that way maybe that's one of the reasons i am when life where i am in life now at my age but like when i was 20 even when i was going to college and everything like that i just was like i'm just gonna enjoy this shit yeah you know what i mean like no doubt i didn't really make a lot of plans i worked hard at what i did you know i worked hard at at writing and performing music when Mm -hmm. i when i got a job i worked hard at my job Mm -hmm. uh and stuff like that but I, 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 when I, when I see kids that are in their like twenties, like planning their life and shit like that, it's, I mean, I give them all the credit in the world, but I did not do that. And I, I think, I think most people out there probably don't, you know, like right. you might pick a major in school and be like, all right, I'm going to go for this and, and stuff like that. But when there's people out there that are like, I want to be married by 25, I want to have kids by 27, I want to be a partner by 28, I want to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I'm sticking yeah. on this track. I don't know. I might be the dumbest person in the world, but but I that never even crossed my mind right. when I was in my twenties, or yeah. even in my even even in my late twenties. You know, like right. even in my early thirties, oh. I was still kind of like, yeah, this job, this job's alright. I'm making enough money. I'm hanging out. I'm having fun. I got this chick. Blah, blah blah. You know, like. And I was the same way. And I always thought, you know, if you did have that mindset, you you know, you lost, you missed out on the the little times, the little moments. You know what I mean? Because you're so busy planning for the future that you know you kind of crap all over the day you're in and you lose you know you miss out on you know the moments that you're living in and you know the present day right but then those people that do plan their future right now are enjoying their present day pretty much you know it's it's yeah there's all levels of it i mean your your motto used to literally be no future (laughs) right no future ride till the wheels fall off blah blah but uh yeah announce the future but we're both still here and we're making most of it we have this podcast and we're talking and we're we're laughing and we both have a lot of problems but Mm -hmm. you know we're getting through it so i don't know you know we waste we pretty much burned this whole i shouldn't say wasted it was a good conversation but we burned this whole podcast talking about this subject because it is something that just like popped up for me today you had Mm -hmm. known about it for a couple days and it's been on my mind you know like I said, I hadn't talked to Dan in a, in a while, but uh, he was back in the day a good friend, and and uh, he was a cool guy. What, I mean, the thing I guess the thing I could say about Dan was he was a really legit nice, nice guy. guy. Yeah, like he he really fucking cared. He went out of his way to be really nice to everybody. Yeah, and our thing that we used to always kind of poke fun at him about was that he always said I'm sorry yeah. all the time. You know, super apologetic. Yeah, like he'd always be like, you couldn't, you almost couldn't like uh uh like bust balls with him because right. he would never bust balls back. Like if you gave, he would apologize. Yeah, if you if you gave him some yeah. shit, he would immediately be like, I'm sorry, man. I'm yeah. sorry. Did I offend you? I'm sorry. You know, he was like the nicest dude in the world. So to see whatever got him to this point and, uh, you know, in whatever dark place he was in when he when he did that, you know, I just, you know, I guess one of the d- the default things that people say is I hope he's in a better place now. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, like it, it, he would have been in a better place if he just hung around. Right. And and his fiance and uh, who I don't know, by the way, but but his fiance and his friends and even his his outer friends like us, you know, like, uh, 
you know, it, it would be better. Like place if there to... was something he wanted to talk about, he could have, you know, reached out to any one of us. And if he was that upset about something, yeah, of course, I haven't talked wrong. to the kid in probably a, a decade, you know, without mm-hmm. besides like the high or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. But I, if if somebody like that, anybody from my life was to call me and be like, "Yo, I need to talk about this shit," you yeah, know, yeah. I don't. That's another thing is I don't think people know how many people are actually there for you know. Right. Sometimes the world seems like a really cold place, and uh, you know, and like I, you know, I go through that all the time. Like I sometimes like if I don't hear from people, I, like I think they're mad at me. Yeah. If your phone doesn't ring enough in one day, you're like, "Whoa, I got nobody in this world." But <laughs> yeah, everyone's yeah. still there. Everyone's just doing their own thing. And yeah, and all you have to do is just reach out. Exactly. You know what I mean, so exactly. people want people to come to them. You know. So if you're at home listening to this and you're having dark thoughts, we don't have a telephone number yet because we don't even have a name for this podcast <laughs> yet. But soon, very, very soon, we are going to have a name and a website we'll talk about it. And, a, uh, <laughs> and a phone number. But yeah, call call up your buddies, Devin Rich. We'll talk about it. Teen Line, this is Nitro. <laughs> is that a Save by the Bell <laughs> reference? Absolutely. I put a... I, for some reason, my gag on Facebook this last week is to to put what to put really horrible things that like really horrible people would say, but make them not <laughs> not like bad. So like my first one was that I'm a big fan of Say by the Bell, but only the college years. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And I wanted to see how many people would like that because I wanted to know how many scumbags are out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then today I put um my favorite cartoons growing up were the Snorks, the Gobots, and the Ghostbusters with the grill in it. Yeah, I never got that Ghostbusters. Well, the whole joke there was that the snorks were a ripoff of the smurfs the gobots were a ripoff of the transformers and the ghostbusters with the grill are a ripoff, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. so like people who actually like those cartoons i mean what the fuck <laughs> yeah i never understood that gorilla Ghostbusters. like who came up with this so much so that they when the ghostbusters made their cartoon they had to call them the, the real, real ghostbusters, ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah like we didn't know egon wasn't the monkey like there, there's, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But uh, how, how was there not some sort of a trademark thing there? Like how, how was a cartoon able to slip in between Ghostbusters one and Ghostbusters two and throw out the Ghostbusters, <laughs> where know. the plot was literally the same? I think it's like the fifth time I said literally. I'm, I'm gonna start a literally count in these. Episodes, but was, <laughs> we gotta get a bell. Was the same. <laughs> You know, it was the same thing. They were in New York City, I think. They were they had proton packs or yeah. whatever their version of proton packs were. Yeah, even I, the monkey had a proton pack. Yeah, I think <laughs> they. Were, I guess the monkey was supposed to be Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, probably. I don't or know. Winston said more. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really fucked up. I know. Were. I know. Uh, <laughs> tell them about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie? Uh, yeah, but yeah. So I don't know. That's my stupid Facebook gag. <clears throat> I don't know. We are coming to an end of this episode already. Yeah. Any last things you want to say about our good buddy Dan, who's uh, reached the uh, eternal coil or whatever they call it? I don't know, man. Just, it just sucks you had to do that, bro. Should have should have hung on a little bit longer. You got really Jersey there for a second. What with the bros? Sucks you had to do that, bro. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Yeah, throwing a bro. Bro. Well, Richie isn't really a bro kind of guy. Yeah, it sucks, man. And so, Dan, uh, wherever you are, whatever there is out there, I hope uh, I hope you're okay. And we're sorry that you left us, but uh, I guess if there's some place to go after this, we'll all see you soon. Yep. So I okay. So I think um, that I came up with a final ending song. We've been doing like random songs or whatever. So I was thinking about uh, a song here that. 
uh, because I'm worried about if you didn't know from the previous episodes, I'm worried about getting sued. <laughs> so, and I was I was even actually looking up like uh, shit on the internet today about like <laughs> and you're real worried about copyright. <laughs> well, I just don't want any pro- if this if people do start listening to this, which they probably won't. I just don't want there to be any problems down the road. Yeah, you know. True, true, true. So, um, I was thinking we've created a lot of music in our lives. Um, and I didn't want to use any music from our bands, like from from Linda the Grillers or whatever, because number one, it's all hardcore punk music, and that's not really a great song way to go out. But then also, it's just you know, it's like self serving. But then I, I so I remembered that there is a song that we did create um, that you were a big part of and recorded and recorded. No, it's the, <laughs> yeah, of course. What the heat? Yeah, it's, a, it's, oh. it's so uh, which is one of my favorite songs in the world, and I think this is gonna be a great ending to this show. So this is a song that uh, Richie wrote and recorded. What? And you're gonna get to hear his lyrical prowess. I, I I love this, uh, and let me just preface this by saying that I fucking love this song. I listened to this song um, the whole the last five years when you haven't been around. Uh, sometimes I would listen to this and just laugh my <laughs> ass off or whatever. Well, since it is this, we're just have to give a little uh, background to it that. When the heat was around and we were recording these songs, we were absolutely annihilated drunk. Oh, okay, but you can't blame it on that. It, this is a good song. This is not a yeah. bad song. I don't know which one it is yet, but I said, you don't know which one this is. This, all the heat was written absolutely. Drunk. Well, this going forth is going to be our ending song. This is a little ballad that Richie wrote. Called- I might sue you. I got, <laughs> I, I got it. No way. I think I have. I, I don't know. I don't know if I have a songwriting credit on this, but um, anyway. This, so 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 now at the hour point in our episodes, this song's gonna come on, and we're gonna know this time <laughs> to wrap up. And and we won't play it all the way through. Today we're gonna play it all the way through though, because I don't know what to do. It, so oh, that's not it. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, episode four done. Episode five coming soon. Um, sorry if we got a little a little uh, morose talking about that, but that just hit us. And we'll be back next time. Suicide's a topic that we should talk about. And uh, so again. To our friend Dan, we'll see you on the other side, man, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. I miss your taste and your see-through clothes, the way you smell and the way you roll. I know it's a crime to bring you around, your beauty can increase by the pound. Hey lover, where did you go?
Hey lover, where did you go? We first met a long time ago. I always knew how to treat you, but now I can see you through this cloud of smoke. With breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more bit less, wanna smoke you up. Inhale my best, and I'm out of luck. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more bit less, wanna smoke you up. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.